On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. I, got, I want to share this one with everybody and, uh, and my guest, uh, Derek Van Orden, who is in D.C. at the moment. Uh, good morning, Congressman. Thanks very much for talking with me. I feel like I should stand up straighter now that you're an official congressman, not, not just a guy down the you street. You know what? Let me tell you something, man. Uh, a reporter asked me the other day, am I getting used to being called congressman? I said no. And as soon as I get used to being called congressman, it's time to leave. So well, good. you will call me Derek. That's good. all right. Or DVO. How many people call you DVO? Most of them. My, DVO is good, too. Right. All right. I'm, I'm curious because, you know. Uh, just I, I see that all the time in print, but I wonder how many people say it out loud. Here's a, an interesting. Thank we've you. been we've been talking about big government and uh, big health care and why people are yes, so sir. leery of one and not maybe so much the other. I got this text from uh, a good friend who's a listener and a uh, and a very deep dive libertarian. Mike, big government teamed up with big pharma. That's why we have such a mess with the vaccine. False information, mandates, lack of testing, suppression of information. Big health care had nothing to do with it. It was all big government telling us what to do. Just thought I'd okay. share that. You well, know. hey, listen, man, my, the first two promises that I made on the campaign are I will not buy, sell, or trade individual stocks as long as I'm a sitting member of Congress. And the second one is that I will not accept any money from big pharma until they're held accountable like every other corporation in America. So there is a problem, and I'll freely admit it, with uh, with Big Pharma right now. It's just it's not okay um, that these folks are really driving a train. And, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci resigned, which is great. Um, he's not getting off easy, though. He's, he'll be pulled up here, and he's going to have to sit in front of the American public and, and just tell them exactly what he's been doing for the last few years. Yeah. So I, I concur with your uh, with your uh, uh, listener that, that wrote that in. There's an issue, and we're going to deal with it. Well, and I appreciate that. There's an awful lot of people who uh, think that uh, now that Republicans have the House, it's about time that uh, at least some quid pro quo take place. And, of course, we, we hear what we expect to hear from people on the other side. Oh, yeah, it's a big nothing. It's a big nothing. Trump's going to jail. Wait till that happens. Everything else is a big nothing. I don't hear from any of those people now that uh, you know, Trump isn't in jail and everybody predicts what's going to happen. None of that happens because they're just thinking myopically about half of the big picture, which is unfortunate. Hey, I'm curious to know why you would consider putting a balanced budget amendment up for consideration when so many others have done exactly the same thing and not even come close to balancing a budget. Yee. Well, because we have to we have to beat the drum, man. Everybody needs to understand that, that I meant what I said throughout the campaign. I really believe it. You know, Sarah Jane and I raised four kids on an enlisted person's salary. Uh, so we know how to, to balance a checkbook. And it's my job to come here and hold people accountable to the best of my ability. There's 435 members of Congress. There's 100 members of the Senate and one president. We all have to get on the same sheet with this. But I can't, you know, run roughshod over everybody here. But I will do exactly what I said I was going to do to the people of the 3rd District of Wisconsin. That's introducing a balanced budget amendment. I'm doing that uh, tomorrow. It's going to happen. So I will do me. I will go around and do the best I can to convince my uh, colleagues to follow my lead. And uh, if they do, that's great. If they don't, then I'll hold them accountable. That's Republicans and Democrats. It's time that we do what we say we're going to do. We have to balance the budget. Absolutely. We've got to close the border. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, and closing the border is something that I'm guessing everybody listening uh, understands is doable. Uh, I'm sure balancing the budget will be a much diff- more difficult fight. Uh, term limits on Congress. You're asking all those people, including yourself, to vote yourself out of office after a period of time. I'm pretty sure that those okay. people who are making a sweet a sweet buck aren't going to want to do that. They'll be spending more time making money and keeping the money uh, if they've only got 12 years to become millionaires. Banning Congress members from becoming lobbyists afterwards. Uh, I can't imagine that one's going to – now you're telling people what they can do after they leave office. Uh, You know, isn't that like telling me i got to get the vaccine, otherwise I can't come to work? No, it's not. Absolutely not, man. So those are the the first three bills that I'm introducing. And there's a revolving door between politics and K Street. It's actually a street here in D.C. where all these lobbying firms are. So people get into public office, then they go over there and they become lobbyists. And they lobby people in public office to garner influence, and then they go back into public office. That's just wrong. Yeah. So I'm, I'll have no part of this, man. And can I make these things happen across the board? Probably not, but I will do me. I'm going to make sure that I fulfill the promises that I made to everybody in the third district. This this political corruption has to stop. At least they'll be discussed because you'll require it. Hey, I got a caller with a question. Uh, Ask Van Orden why he stood with Crenshaw after Crenshaw called the Republican holdouts terrorists and enemies of our country. What did you see in Crenshaw that you liked? You know what? I walked right into the cloakroom after that, and I told Dan that he's wrong. I did a national interview with Breitbart immediately after that and say that he's wrong. So, Well, good. I— You've got you have to talk to somebody face to face instead of doing this, you know, uh, social media stuff. That was absolutely wrong for Dan to call our fellow people terrorists. They're not terrorists. These are our colleagues. He got a bit worked up because of the, the emotions are very high, and I understand that. But I repeatedly have said these folks are not terrorists at all. They they are doing something for a reason that they thought was appropriate, and it's not okay to call each other terrorists. It just isn't. Well, and so, you know, these so, are my colleagues. The, Dem- the Democrats on the other side of the aisle are not my enemies. They are my colleagues. They're fellow Americans. And I walked across the aisle there and spoke to Mark Pocan, who said some things that I disagree with about me because they weren't true during the campaign. And I talked to Mark directly because Mark Pocan cares deeply about the incarceration of people with mental, uh, mental health issues. And so do I. The, the 19 sheriffs in my district have all said to me specifically that uh, the largest mental health uh, treatment facility and and housing facilities in all of our counties are our county jails. And that's not okay. And you know who cares about that? Mark Pocan. So, yeah, I'm going to go across and you're going to see Nancy Spen talking to Mark Pocan and Earl Blumenauer from um, Oregon. Both those guys are on, we're on polar opposites of the political scale, but they have common ground with me and that we have to make sure we address this mental health crisis that's taking place across the country. And it's my job. The people from the third district sent me to Washington, D.C. to stand face to face with people that I don't agree with on many things, but to find common ground to solve problems that we all have. Sure. That's all right. my job I, here. I got to ask a quick, I'm way, way out of time. So a fast answer from sure. this, I don't want to have to cut you off. Ask Dara if he get, sure. if he got placed on the agriculture committee like he wanted. Do you know? Are you we'll on find, the egg? We'll, we'll find out next week. But next I tell you what, if I don't, there's going to be issues. 
We're, we're the dairy state for Pete's sakes. That, yeah. That's my number one goal is to get an egg. All right. Well, uh, I would love to talk with you next week about that appointment and what you hope to accomplish 100%. now that you're on the Agriculture Committee. Uh, if we can work that out, I'll talk with Anna and uh, and see if we can find a day and a time that works.